So tell me, what are you hiding from yourself? Who are you trying to fool with your fake smiles and your empty laughter? You know, maybe you can't reach that goal you're striving for because you're just too afraid to take the steps necessary to get there. Or maybe you're afraid that you'll fall back in your old ways, if even if you do succeed. And if any of those resonate with you, then hey, you're not alone. But don't be afraid of success. Learn to embrace your past, just like today's character from ReZero did. And that's, of course, the Witch of Frost, Emilia. Hey, what's going on, guys? My name is Nate, and you're listening to The Otaku Liberation, a show where we help you break free from the chains that are holding you back in your life by connecting some biblical principles with themes from your favorite anime. And without further ado, let's get into it. So, for this whole concept of, you know, facing your past, I mean, just dealing with, you know, fate, your past, your future, all of these things, right, that we look for answers to, right, Um one of the main verses that came to, came to mind is um, Psalm chapter 103, verse 12. And it goes, as far as east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. And essentially what that's saying is, you know, as God, God forgives and forgets our transgressions, the sins, the, the bad things that we've done in our life, right? And he does that by grace. There's nothing that we can try or earn or do anything for for ourselves like that. But if, if, you know, our heavenly father, our creator, if he can forgive, if he forgives our transgressions, then why can't you forgive yourself? You know, because I mean, in the ultimate power, he, he said, it's okay. So why can't you do that for yourself? And that's, that's really, that's what, what's, that's what today's episode is going to be about is learning how to, face your past instead of running away from it or you know just face it and not just not just face it and view it but also accept it right and we're going to break that down by looking at how Amelia literally had to face her past like I'm not talking about some you know self-reflection or anything like that like no no she had to go back she had to go back and see her past unfold right before her eyes again and so before we get into that part, let me backtrack a little bit. So, for, so to understand Amelia as a character, right? So Amelia has a very striking resemblance to the Witch of Envy, who is, for as far as we know at the current point in time, is the main antagonist of the series, right? The series ReZero, and you know the Witch of Envy is, is one of the you know, the, the sinful witches, right, who are all villains and villainesses in their own right, but she's the worst of the worst because she ended up killing the rest of them for some reason. And Amelia has a very, very striking resemblance to her, like almost like she could be her daughter, which she's implied to be. But that, her, just her looking like the witch led to a lot of hatred, uh, from from uh, from the people around her, you know, mainly the the humans and the people who, who honestly, it's it's justified. You know, witch's envy is a terrible terrible existence, right? She did so many unspeakable things to the people around. So when they see Amelia, they can't help but be reminded of that. And of course, they do what anybody who hates somebody, right? They, they speak ill of her. They, they just 
it's just bad math roll, bad mouth her all the time, right? And that has caused her to essentially close herself off from the world. And because before Amelia lived in a village with her um, her aunt, who she called her, her mom because she was the one taking care of her, and then all the other village elves and things like that. But due to events in, in the story, that happens, she wound up being alone, you know, save for her familiar Puck, who eventually found her. But for a long time, it was just those two. It was just the two of them. And due to the, how the people in the village and town treated her, she she figured just to avoid as much conflict as she as she could, so she kept to herself. And my question is, you know, why are you closing yourself off? Why are you pushing away the other people? You know, not not necessarily the ones who are you know calling you you know calling out your name, saying hateful things about you. Uh, because hey, I don't want to deal with those people either. <laughs> and I'm just gonna be honest with you. I don't, I don't have the time or the patience or the effort to deal with those type of people. But I know how easy it is to do that to everybody you meet, to everybody who's around, to just push everyone away and close yourself off completely. And it may seem good at first. I mean, it seem may seem like the right thing to do for your own sake, for your own sanity, but there are people out there who genuinely want to help you, who genuinely just want to get to know you, genuinely love you, just want to love on you. And when you're hurt, it's easy to become blinded to that, to become blinded to the the genuineness of somebody else's love and care for you. So that's why, that's why I asked the question, because someone had to ask myself too, is like, why do you close yourself off? You know, do you feel like you're not good enough? You know, in some cases, you feel like they are not good enough. Um, do you feel like you can't be forgiven? You know, you feel like you're not living up to their expectations, your own expectations. I mean, really, what is it? I mean, these are just, I don't know, not, even, not really suggestions, right? But again, we, no one knows your heart better than you do, except for God, right? He's not no one. He's the one, right? But seriously like what why do you why do you feel the need to to cut yourself off and again as 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 humans we're all flawed creatures right nobody's perfect and the fact that people are calling Amelia somebody that she's not maybe somebody somebody in your life are calling or saying what you are or who you are and whether they know you or not and if you're not careful, you will allow what they say to influence who you are. And again, I know it's easier said than done. Trust me, I, I, I know. And it's especially true for people in, in our in the younger generation, what's coming up now, because there's in this time of, you know, social media and just everyone. So ironically so interconnected if we haven't been further apart than we are now and with so many different things to look at so many people's lives are on full display it's easy for the younger generation who don't have as much life experience who haven't had time to develop their sense of self to be influenced by what other people say when they're, they're trying to become who these people through these screens are and that's not who they've been called to be it's just not. 
right? Now, I'm not saying you can't be inspired by somebody else. You can't seize what someone else has done with their life and say, you know what? That's what I want. That's, that's, that's what I want my goal to be, right? I'm not saying that because there's a difference between striving for a goal and striving to be somebody else. Those are two completely different things. And when you're young and impressionable, you don't know anything about the world. You don't even know who you, who you are, right? And it's just when you don't have the guidance, we don't. When you don't know who to go to, you either in the a in the following any anything and everyone, or b you can do like Amelia and completely cut yourself off and say no, I'm gonna try to figure this out by myself. Both cases aren't really to to the um, the betterment of you. And yeah, like I, like I said, man, like I said a couple of, uh, episodes ago, yeah, this is. This podcast is something that I worked on. I'm still working on for myself in a lot, a lot of ways. And this is just me sharing it with you guys, and you know, just praying that it resonates with somebody. Um, and just know that hey, you're not alone. You're not going through this alone, right? You know, there's people ahead of you who've gone through the same thing to give you tips. There's people who are going through it right now that you know they 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 may need you just like you need them. Because, you know, they say misery loves company, right? But it's not in the sense that everyone wants to be just, you know, down together. It's just, you know, having that that um, that network, that support group to really get you out of this hole. And really get you out and go on to the next level. That, you know, that's what this whole thing's about. And unfortunately for Amelia, her closing herself off led to a lack of emotional maturity. And... In a kind of twisted sense, it, it is, it's funny. It's when, when I read, when I was researching for this uh, for this uh, episode, and of course when I was watching the anime, it, it was a weird duality. So since Amelia shut herself off from the outside world for so long, and the only person she really interacted with was Puck, again, her spirit that she's in contract with, and eventually Roswald and the the twins and everybody like who came after it cause her to can be emotionally stunted so she doesn't really know how to deal with people and how to convey her own feelings and emotions but at the same time it caused her to heavily rely on those other people namely puck and subaru to be her source of strength to be her you know counsel or guidance or you know whatever it is she never knew how to do that for herself for the longest time and as you go to show if you don't allow yourself to essentially live live life and to really go out there and make your mistakes again this isn't about you not making mistakes this isn't about you um not living up to what you called to be right I mean, because again you know we're all human we're all, we've all done something that we're not proud of that we're that we don't ever want to come to the light of day and you know it is what it is but again you can't stay there, right? You can't stay there because ultimately you're going to end up being stunted in one way or another. Now, now all of this isn't just Amelia's fault in this, right? So again, she she cut herself off from the world after her village was essentially frozen solid, and and due to her resemblance of the Witch of Envy, people you know bad mouth her. They they uh, treated her terribly, right? But so. In order to 
help alleviate some of her suffering, Puck decided he was going to seal Amelia's memories away to keep her safe from that pain, to keep her protected, to keep her from having to suffer the way she she had been suffering like uh, before. And on the, on one hand, he's doing what he he did what he did because he loves her and he wants her to be safe and protected. But sometimes doing what we think is helpful might end up causing more harm than good. And 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 I, I say I know I don't know because I'm not a parent, but I sympathize with parents because a lot of the <laughs> almost everything that they do is for the betterment of their child in some form or fashion. You know, whatever it is, they parents go above and beyond for their children. And as a children, you never really truly understand that, I guess, until we have our own kids. Like I said, I don't have, I don't have any children, so I can't fully grasp that concept yet. But as I've gotten older and, you know, experienced more of life and what the world is about, I do understand more and appreciate more for what my parents did when I was younger and what they're doing now for my you know, younger sister and things like that. But so that's what Puck was doing for Amelia because at this point he was her pseudo father figure. And like I said, he's trying to shelter her from the pain. But in doing so, she never, he was never able to process and to grow from that pain. Right. So just because you hide something, just because you try to ignore it, doesn't mean it's not there. Let me say that again. Just because you try to run for something, just because you're trying to hide for something, just because you try to ignore it, doesn't mean it's not there. Doesn't mean it's going to go away. It's still there in the same spot that you left it. And if you never learn how to properly face it, then the trials that are going to come later down in your life are going to be that much harder. In Amelia's case, that was literally, I'm not even being figured if that was exactly what happened. Because when they went to the, the sanctuary, which just happens to be um, the, the Witch of Greed's burial chambers, in order to get out, they, um, those who, who, are, who have been accepted to be able to take on the trials, they have to pass through three trials in order to essentially lift the seal from the sanctuary so they can all leave. And Emilia was the one who had to go through the trials because, you know, getting this part of her um, thing to try to get elected as the next king and and much of political stuff, basically. But in the first trial, the first trial deals, deals with your past and you having to face it. But because Emilia never, she never faced her past in the first place, she never went through it. She... And because her memories were sealed, she had a whole bunch of difficulties going through just the first trial. And and now she, she suffered way more during it than someone like Subaru did. Because Subaru went through the first, the, the first trial himself as well. He passed it. Um, it wasn't easy because he had to face his own past to the things that he regretted, things that he never got to say and, and nor do. Right. But. In Amelia's case, since she most of her past, some of her past, she couldn't even remember, right? She, well, in her case, it wasn't a choice, but in nevertheless, because of her past, she something was ignored. It was never dealt with. It just carried on into the next season. So now, when she had to face this current trial, she must first um, reconcile with the past trauma first before she can even move on. And that's me. Yeah, and 
that, that leads me to my next question is, you know, what are you turning a blind eye to? What is something that you are willingly not dealing with, not looking at? Because again, in Amelia's case, for this example, she didn't choose, she didn't choose for Puck to get rid of her memories, right? He, he did that of his own accord because he loved her and wanted to protect her. But I'm talking to you because I know throughout this whole episode, there's something or maybe many things that have come to mind that you are running away from, that you are hiding from. So I want to ask you, you know, what are you turning a blind eye to? What are the things that you see in your life that needs to be changed, that can't be changed? I'm not saying that you'll, you know, I'm not expecting you to do the impossible, but I know, I know good and well there's something in your life that you, you know, that you maybe you maybe you want to change that you don't even know where to begin, right? But it, it's something, something that's in your heart, and you know the best honestly, kind of like the best analogy I can give, right? Is you know, your your past is kind of it's kind of like our shadows, right? Think about it. In you know, in the darkest times, it seems like it's always, always around. It's always on your mind. It's everywhere you look. It's just you know that thing. The thing that you did, the thing that is so unspeakable, the thing that you can't can't seem to to break free from, is all encompassing. And even when you get that little bit of joy, a little bit of light in your life, right? Every time you turn around, boom, it's there, right? It's just there, looking back at you. But that's not the end of it, because yes, like our shadows, we can't we can't escape from our past. It's, it's a part of us, right? Everywhere you go. It's right there with you, right there, right there next to you, right there beside you. So instead of letting it be a ball and chain that entraps you, that because you're don't want to look at it, you don't want to face it, you don't you don't even want to acknowledge it. Why not turn around and face it? Right? Because I don't know about you, but for me, if I'm gonna be stuck with something for the entirety of my life, I want <laughs> I want to have it on my own terms, right? I don't want to have this mind control, this vicious vice grip over my life. And now I'm just living in fear, anxiety, anger every single day. I'd rather, you know, it's like no no, I'm not gonna let you take over my life and just ruin my life, you know, for a mistake I made when I was, you know, you know, five years old, you know, whatever the case may be. And so, again, that's just me, you know. Maybe I'm built different. I don't know. But I do know that it is in everyone to be able to face your past because I think you owe it to yourself, right? You shouldn't be held, be held accountable for mistakes you made when you were younger. You're right. At least not by yourself. I mean, if you, if you did the crime, you've done the time, you've You've moved past it. Everyone else has moved past it but you. And again, like with everything, it all starts from you. It all starts internally, right? Now, we all don't have this magical sanctuary place that we can go through and force you to go through your past to take on this trial. But I do know, I do know most people have a mirror. So why don't you go in and look yourself in the mirror and truly, truly face and deal with whatever whatever it is because again i don't know you you know you don't know me like that and i don't know what you did and you don't know what i did you don't know what i've done but at the end of the day it you have you have to learn to let go 
don't stop holding your fist so tight. You know, for the good and for the bad things. Because we, yeah, this, this world, again, it's, life is hard. Life's hard enough. It, it really is. You got so many other oppositions out there who are trying to beat you down. Don't help them. <laughs> don't, don't give them the ammunition. Don't, don't um, give them the handicap by you, you know, handicapping yourself because you, you don't know how to let go of something that's happened, right? And if you got people around you who are constantly bringing up the past or constantly bringing up what you've, what you've done and never, never take the time to look at what they've done and things like that, then, hey, drop them. So serious. You know, I know I've spent like the last, I don't know how many episodes talking about getting, getting around people who support you, who love you and who are real. Absolutely. But part of that is also about cutting, you know, trim the fat and getting rid of the people who don't, you know, bring that into your life, who aren't true and real to you, right? Who are always bringing up, oh, remember when you did this or remember when you did that or remember I helped you this one time and now you're going to act, you know what? People who keep people who keep bringing up the past and wind up living there, and I don't want that for you. So, and of course, that that requires you to not only face your past but to accept your past. And in Amelia's case, when she was able to first recall it, because after Puck undid undid the seal on her memories, she was able to remember her past in its entirety, which allowed her to at least attempt the trial again. Now, again, remember, getting her memories back was just the first step. The second step was to actually go through them again and and face it. And, hey, she was able to do just that. Now, I'm not trying to give too, too many spoilers, but, and so, I mean, watch the anime if, if you like. Really good. But just know that she did, in fact, pass her trials after she was able to remember. And, and... This is this is the, really the key part I kind of want to drive home is that after she passed the trials, right after she went through and was and faced her, she faced her past. She saw her possible presence, and then she saw what could be the future. And after she passed all three trials, she came out with a renewed outlook on life. You know, and she had an air of authority and certainty that she didn't have before. Because before Amelia was very. Um, I guess reserved. I don't want to say timid because she she's not really shy, but more reserved about her opinions and how she was feeling about things, how she was dealing with it. Like I said earlier, she relied on primarily on Puck and Subaru to do the heavy lifting, quote unquote, when it comes to you know dealing with worldly issues and things like that. But after she went through her trials, after she faced and accepted her past, and then beyond that into the possible futures as horrible as some of them may seem she came out with like you know what it doesn't matter what's going to come i'm going to do what i what i'm going to do right i'm going to do what i feel like is right what i think is right and whatever whatever happens happens i know i gave it my all i know that i put forth the best effort i could possibly put uh put going forward and Hey, I'm not worried about what happened, what happened before. The past is in the past. It happened. I acknowledge that it happened. And now I'm moving on with my life. Right. That's essentially, that's essentially what her attitude is right now. She's focused on future battles that she she's going to have to prepare for. Right. But she's not living in the past anymore. She's not even living in the future. She's taking the steps right now here in the present in order to prepare for the future battles. Right. And... And hey, you want to take you to take 
from that is that, you know, the change that you want to achieve is honestly closer than you think. All it may take for, is for you to face and accept your past because, I mean, you can't change it, but you can learn from it. And honestly, you can let it change you. You can let it change you into somebody who's who's better, who's better off, right? Who's stronger than you were before, who, and not just stronger physically, but mentally too. Because yeah, again, this is, these are all internal battles that you know no amount of lifting is gonna is gonna help you overpower, right? Um, unless you're like Goku, who can fight as a spirit. But you know that's I'm not Goku, so. <laughs> but but no, seriously, in all seriousness, is facing facing your past is just one step, right? Actually, even before you face it, the first step is acknowledging it, right? You have to acknowledge that hey, I messed up. Or, hey, this happened to me. Is it tragic and unspeakable? It may be. It honestly may be. I don't know. But if that if it is that for you, you know, you know I, again, my, my heart goes out to you. Seriously, because I can't say I understand. I know because I don't. I'm not going to insult what you've gone through by saying that I do. But what I do know is that you're you're not alone in all of this, you're not alone in, in your suffering in that dark place that you that you're in. And again, I just encourage you all to to for all of us to find the people that we can share this with. You no, know, share the good times and the pain, right? Because again, you don't want anybody who's just who's only around when when you're up, right? You want someone who will get down in the trenches with you, and you want to be like that for somebody else, right? Those those are how, those are how true bonds and friendships and you know brother and sisterhoods are formed, right? And and so, but again, all of this starts with you. You have to be willing to take at, at least take the first step. Right. You don't have to go through the whole road alone, but you have to make that decision to go to go first, take that first step and acknowledge, you know, <laughs> acknowledge, acknowledge that um, a skeleton in the closet. Right. You have to acknowledge it. You have to say that this happened. And then the next step is to face it. Right. I'm not saying to make light of it. I'm not saying that to just say, to laugh it off or anything like that. I'm saying to really look at it, to really face it and say, you know what? This happened and it made me feel like this and I wouldn't wish this on anybody else or I wish that I was smarter, I was better back then. But I know now, I know that I'm better off now. I know that I'm, you know, 10 billion percent smarter and better now and I won't make those same mistakes again or I won't let this situation happen again and so once you acknowledge it you face it then you have to accept it right and I honestly think out of the three that might be the hardest part is accepting the fact that okay this is a part of me now you know we can't we can't change it it's part of a life it's part of our story and it may not be something you want to go back and revisit but you can't you can't erase it so, but once you learn to accept it in any capacity, right? That had to be all at once. Because again, all of this is a journey. All of this is a journey. I'm not telling you to completely change your mindset, completely change how you're thinking about things, but just to be open, right? To accepting it, even if it's just a little bit a day, right? You'll find how that uh, giant weight has been lifted off your shoulders and you can breathe freely. You can breathe, you know, full, fully again.
And now, honestly, now the fun part starts, right? <laughs> now the rebuilding and building yourself up and being able to move and learn how to move throughout life without that chain, without that weight and really live, right? You get to live life instead of surviving it. And once you make that mindset shift, then pff, everything, everything under the sun is yours. So, again, I just want you guys to really take that to heart and really, and just really work on it, you know? And you just and realize that, hey, this may be your journey, but you're not alone. But anyway, that's, that's all I got for you guys today. So I want to thank you for tuning in to today's episode. And I pray that you got what you, what you needed out of it and that hopefully you learned something new about yourself. And hey, feel free to subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. I would love reading you guys' reviews and comments and it helps me improve each and every episode. And always remember, you are the main character of your story. And that story doesn't end until he says so. All right. Be blessed.